What's up, y'all? It's Cam. Hey, y'all. It's Destiny. Hey, it's Jada. Hey, it's Jay. And you're listening to Four Deep, a podcast for four black women in their 20 somethings who aren't afraid to get deep with. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 4 Pod. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, don't forget to write us five stars. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And if you don't Thank want you. to miss another episode, turn on those post notifications. Period. And at the end of every episode, let us know on a scale from one to four how deep we got. Last week, I think we gave it a four. We gave it a four. Yeah. Somebody gave it a fair three. Mm-hmm. But we welcome we welcome it. We love the yes. feedback. We want to hear yeah. we want to hear the depth. Um good. and so don't forget you can let us know in our comments, our messages, our Spotify poll, which y'all really have not been using. With. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um <laughs> but yeah, let us know something. And today Ooh, this is this is something that you know you might not want to hear, but today we're gonna be your mamas and your aunties telling you, mm-hmm. go to the doctor, please, Ali. Don't wait until something hurts. Then you go to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna start it off with that, mm-hmm. and then we're yes. gonna off dead. Yeah, so today we got a quad quote. Um, I'm gonna say the quote, and we're gonna go ahead and you know what I'm saying dig into it a little bit, each of us. So the quote is. Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Wow. Mm-hmm. World Health World Health Organization. And um, I just feel like people think that just because physically they're okay, or you know, yeah, they don't have a disease or they don't have a, a, a illness in which people can see that they're okay. If you're mentally sick, you're sick. And yeah. when your mental is not right, you cause chemical imbalances all throughout your body and your your, your mental is going to affect your physical. Stress mm-hmm. kills. Don't forget that. Stress really kills. So um, you really got to make sure that you're good from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Wise words. I really like how it um said, so, like I said, physical, mental, and social well-being. And I think that's a really good um point too like yeah your physical and your mental but even personally like how you are socially um you know we don't really consider that as far as part of like our overall health and it is very vital like like we talked about in one of our previous episodes when we said you know um hanging around our friends not isolating ourselves our friends family loved ones whatever it helps keep us afloat and that's because you know we're human we need that social interaction so I'm happy that it was mentioned um, especially from an organization like the World Health Organization, that you know, mm-hmm. social well-being is just as important um, as you know your physical and your mental. Um, because yeah, as I said, we're human. We need social interaction. We need people. So I like that. Yeah, I definitely love how um, they really emphasize that it's all included and it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Like. If one is off, mm-hmm. that means something else is off. And it's kind of just yeah. like a domino effect. So um, don't neglect any piece of you, um, any part of your health. Mm-hmm. because It's literally just going to like spread onto the next thing into the next thing. Like a bad apple spoils the bunch. You know what I'm saying? So get all get your whole bunch to look nice and bright and red and juicy. So, <laughs> um, definitely do not take any one of these for granted. Yeah, Eggs. real. 
I feel like this made me realize how hard the world makes it for you to have wellness. Man. Like if we're talking about physical, mental, social well-being, and mm. not just the absence of disease. Like that's just that's a <laughs> <Exactly>. lot. <laughs> exactly. That is a lot coming from somebody in the healthcare field. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but it just does not <laughs> seem realistic. Like the world don't want you to be well. And so that's why it's important to prioritize it and be well Mm -hmm. as you can in the many ways that you can within your ability to be well. But yeah, it just makes me think about like environmental factors that we don't have control over. Our food and how it gets from where it's produced to us, we don't have control over that. So there's a lot of Mm -hmm. things that we're subjected to that cause illnesses in different areas of our lives or unwellness in different areas. So it's just like... I'm sorry, I'm such a pessimist. But it just made me think like no, the world no. does not the world be fighting you at every corner to help to that's like because you don't have to be well or you doesn't want you to be well. So that's why looking at it in a holistic sense, I feel like it's important. Because for the areas that you can't yeah. control, it's important to do what you can do to take care exactly. of yourself. A hundred percent. One thousand percent. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. Cause looking at this quote, like now that you said that, they're saying that health is the state of complete of complete like you know I don't think there will ever be a time where it's just like complete alignment across the board and that's yeah, the part that's, that's like crazy because I'm like okay thinking about it I'm like oh wait so am I ever really like healthy am I ever really like tip top mm-hmm. um but you know doing your best and you know yeah, feeling mm-hmm. better than the next yeah, day uh you know on each of these things is very very important so like while no, we might not always be reaching this level of just like top health. We can't, obviously it's really hard to maintain if we have all these things working against us at this, you know, at this Mm -hmm. time, Um, then, you know, we definitely need to make sure that we are at least making um, like a, like a mark for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. It also makes me think of a quote that I used to hear when I worked in spaces that, uh rest like your rest is you being um your rest is resistance there we go that's what it was because I feel like you know Mm. back when we were in undergrad Mm. we were very very active like just politically on campus and things like that and so a lot of times we burned ourselves out behind trying to make sure that people knew what was going on that they heard us that they seen us that we were getting our demands and so they used to always say like rest is revolutionary too your rest is resistance yeah. too so choosing to be well in a world that doesn't want you to have access to health care doesn't want Hello. you to be well they want you to take all these medications and they want you to wow. you know all these other things that keep you from being well you choosing wellness in the ways that you can is active resistance against you know yeah. all of that yeah. rest yeah, and they want that. they want to work you to death okay they want to get all the labor out of you that they could possibly get so take mm. that rest yeah, I was just talking to my coach at work this morning too. And we were just, I was just so happy we was on the same page because we were both talking about how we're all about a work-life balance. And, you know, certain careers, certain levels in the job, they take certain things of your life away from you or you have to sacrifice certain things or you just live a different lifestyle. Like after a certain level, it's, it's not even, not only are you questioning like your skills when you move next, when you move to the next point, but you're also questioning like, oh, how is my life going to change when I move to this yeah. next point? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, work-life balance is key. Do not let them, no, do not. Take them days off, babe. Take them mm-hmm. off, <laughs> please. But yeah. And y'all know I have to drop in there, you know, there's a spiritual health too. So hello. Thanks. All that can be 
I mean, how you gonna <laughs> you gonna get there without the Lord? Okay. Yeah. And it's just the connectedness to a higher something other than you, you know, yeah. you have that attachment to something greater than yourself. Um, it definitely yeah. helps with mental health a whole lot. So yeah. Had us I think up. I actually I haven't been watching much of Pastor Pastor Mike Todd, but I feel like he's doing something right now talking about spirituality and going to therapy. I think he's like mm-hmm. doing some type oh, of like wow. talk or sermon. I haven't been watching, but I feel like I seen like a clip of it somewhere or something. But I'm mm-hmm. like, that's an important for conversation sure. for the church to have because yeah. spirituality and mental health go hand in hand. Yeah. Facts. You can't just dismiss it or be like, but God will. No, babe. God is telling you to go to therapy. Because he will. Yeah. But so, so should you. Yeah, it's yes. called prayer plus works. Yes, like <laughs> he still move. will. Yeah, but we have to do the work ourselves as well. He's, yeah. you know, he could, you know, but for the most part, we we got to be the ones to make them legs move. He, he's making our legs work. Now just move them. That's really <laughs> that far. Come on, Jay. Praise, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, child. So that leads us into our quest because each of us is going to take on a different um field of health and i'm really excited to dig into each of these and to really like give out some of the the tips that we have and each of us Mm -hmm. are connected to the ones that we're talking to talking about so i'm also very excited about that aspect as well so who wants to kick us off um since we're talking about mental health i can kick it off with therapy Mm -hmm. and psychiatry um and i have not undergone therapy I do so badly. Once I actually have the resources, that's the first thing I'm knocking on. That's the first door I'm yeah. knocking on. But um, it it really connects to me a lot because I do feel like I've I've discovered what it what it really means to heal at least. And um, although I may not know exactly how to do it, I know what it means to do it. And I do know, um, and this is I guess you can call it a quack, but Let's say somebody hurts you or someone betrays you or, you know, you 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 have some some kind of trauma that causes very strong emotions. Um, if you the only way to truly heal from something is to let yourself feel it wholeheartedly is to sit there like there's no, you know, running around it. You know, what I'm saying no burying it deep inside. Like you sit there, you let yourself cry it out. You let yourself feel crazy. You let yourself, you sit there and you feel it wholeheartedly, feel it 100%. You you can't get over emotions by avoiding them. You have to just feel them. Um, And me personally, I have literally, there was a time I was in college. I feel like I've told y'all this before, but I had just felt so deeply betrayed and I was like losing it. I was losing it. And I sat in my room though, because I was thinking to myself, like, you know, but this is something that like I truly do not want to let like I don't want to let this hinder me. Like I know like I'm hurting right now, but I don't I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel these emotions. Like I want it to genuinely not bother me anymore. Like I want to be able to hear about it and then it not bother me at all. And I'm thinking, like, well, how am I gonna do that? And it's like, no, you have to sit here and you have to feel all of it right now. If if it's ever gonna get to a point where you hear about it and you feel nothing. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm, you don't I love that. Mm-hmm. So I sat in my room from night till dark, no TV, no nothing. Like I'm just sitting there, just reflecting yeah. on the situation, letting myself feel all the emotions that came with it. And of course, like days before that, 
um, you know, I was, you know, pushing the emotions away, trying not to feel them, trying to act like I don't don't care, trying to act mm-hmm. like it doesn't bother me. And then I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, but yeah, like if you heard something about it in, in a month or so, you're going to be sitting there feeling some type of way. You don't want to be feeling some type of way. So I finally sat there, sat there for hours and coming out of that, I just thought to myself, like, OK, I'm going through the accepting the situation for what it is accepting the fact that there's nothing I can do to change it um you know I'm saying accepting the emotions that it made me feel and then not internalizing that or you know blaming myself for it um kind of just like it has nothing to do with me um to just not take things personal because what it what anybody does to you has more to do with them than it does with you um hello I genuinely I genuinely couldn't didn't feel no didn't feel no ways about it like I feel I felt healed healed from it like I had accepted it you know what I'm saying like it, it it was what it was and also another another thing not even just healing but just like in mental health period when you're dealing with other people because the only person you can control is yourself you cannot control other people so I really would just I really want people to to know not to take anything personal the way I think about it is no matter what somebody does to me Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, oh, I just want to be a fucked up person today. Or, oh, I just want to break this person's heart today. Or, oh, I'm going to go out there and be the grimiest, slimiest person. Like nobody wakes up thinking that. No one thinks that they're, you know, everybody is doing the best that they can. And if you really think about it, you you yourself, you're going to do what's best for you. So everybody else in this world is only doing what's best for them. And you cannot fault them for that. And you just cannot take that personal. And from here, I don't, I don't take nothing personal. If I, if something hurts me, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna feel it. I'm not gonna, and I feel like it really helps. It just helps me move past a lot of things. It helps me forgive people. And I feel like it really benefits my mental health. Yeah. Wow, that was good. And I've used that trick a couple of times too. Not really a trick, but that truth, because mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. Like a lot of times it's projections or insecurities that they're feeling that again yeah they're projected onto other people or anything that happens and a lot of times too working at the coffee shop oh people will give me some attitude like you know what i'm just gonna pray for your day because obviously you're going through something it has nothing to do with me i'm just the barista so (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it has nothing to do with me so yeah that's definitely Mm -hmm. something that i had to learn and it does really help because if i was internalizing all of that You know, it's too it could ruin your day. Now your day yeah. is ruined. Now you're having mm-hmm. bad days on top of bad days. Now your mental mm-hmm. health is about to start plummeting because you feel like you just can't get a good day. Somebody always has mm-hmm. to say something to you. Fuck that somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't have nothing to do with that. And now your day is going perfectly fine because you didn't internalize any of it. Point to me. That was good, Dez. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that's my little spiel on the psychiatric side. So we can go ahead and, you know, kick it off to our next doctor. <laughs> Me. I was like, no doctor. <laughs> like, literally the next doctor. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know what it is. If I had to give three quacks for just taking care of your oral health and things like that, the first one would be to make your appointment. Let's just start there. Just make the appointment. That's the first step. It's, it's the first, It's the most important one is to make that appointment. I know people are scared of the dentist. Uh-huh. I know people are scared of the cost of the dentist. 
I know there's a lot of things that go on, but it is so important because there have been so many times where I've had conversations with medical doctors. I have a cousin who works in emergency medicine and she's the head of emergency medicine at her hospital. And she still texts me like, this is going on in somebody's mouth. This is the best I could do for them. I said, you're right. Cause they have to go to a dentist. Like nobody mm. knows the head and neck and the oral cavity and the throat and all that more than we do. The closest mm-hmm. you can get is a, a ear, nose and throat specialist. And they're harder to get into than a dentist. And mm-hmm. most times they, they send y'all to us. So just, make your appointment there's dental schools if you're worried about costs you can look up um fqhcs which stands for federally qualified health centers you can look up that on google and it'll pop, like bring up you know reduced fee dental offices um you can also search for reduced fee dental offices or um free service dental offices. like you can literally google your way into somewhere that can give you prices based off a sliding scale if you got a tooth that's bothering you, you don't have to worry about it costing you too much because most of these places will extract your tooth for like $70. And that's without your insurance. So imagine how much a cleaning would cost. Imagine how much, you know, just general x-rays and a comprehensive exam would cost. It's so important to seek out dental care. Like, it's so important. The next thing I would say is just because you don't think you have a problem don't mean that there ain't no problems. Mm. Just because you're not feeling pain or sensitivity or just because nothing is bothering you doesn't mean that everything is good because most times you won't feel it. I have a patient who came to me and she was like, I can't figure out what's going on, but my back tooth feels like like hollow, like it feels weird. Like, I don't know. I can't see it. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I go up there, look, there's not much tooth left in there. There wasn't much tooth left. I said, that's why it felt funny because it's, it's gone. But you can't see it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what's going on in there. So oh just because you don't feel anything, just because you don't notice anything, it's it's important to go. Because if you think about it, there's so many places in your mouth you haven't looked. Like, when's the last time you looked at the roof of your mouth? When's the last time anybody looked at the roof of their mouth? I haven't looked at the roof of my mouth in a while. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just important. It's important. And then the third thing, the tip that I can give you is that I've been seeing, obviously, like, just the, what we do is fill cavities often, but a lot of them happen in between the spaces of the teeth. So if I can give anybody a tip is after you floss, put some toothpaste on your floss and go back in between and just leave the toothpaste there before you go to bed. Really? Because if you got any cavities that are starting to form, but they're still stuck in that outer layer of your tooth, they could be reversed. They could be remineralized by your toothpaste. You won't have a cavity. If they're deeper, it'll arrest the cavity so it won't continue to grow any deeper. So toothpaste is important. Now, I know, fluoride. Mixed reviews. But at the end of the day, (laughs) fluoride fluoride does something that many things just can't do. So if you're comfortable using fluoride, please use fluoride toothpaste. If you really don't Mm -hmm. know why you're not using fluoride toothpaste, use fluoride toothpaste. Now, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who's like, no, I've researched it. I don't want to use fluoride toothpaste. Then you need to be using hydroxyapatite toothpaste. And Jada, I'll, I'll spell out the words. So you can put that little edit up there so we can have hydroxyapatite <laughs> right yeah. there because it's important. <laughs> because if there's any other girl who's going to try and do what fluoride does, it's her. And she needs to be in your mm. toothpaste. Other than that, I don't want to see no charcoal. I don't want to see no baking soda. I don't want to mm. see no whitening toothpaste. I don't want to see no... No coconut oil toothpaste. I don't want to see no none of that. You need to have something that's remineralizing your teeth. That is so important. So important. Okay. So those are my little my little quacks. 
you ate them up. Me on. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> baby, I'm about to put I some toothpaste on that floss tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it, like leave it like just leave it there like we're not like rinsing it out we're don't not rinse. leave it there really you're not supposed to rinse after brushing at all i can't i don't tell people that though because i personally can't do it like it makes me gag like it, i'm physically nauseous if i don't rinse my mouth after brushing mm. my teeth so it's not easy but it's you want the toothpaste to sit there you do uh -huh. and so even if you have sensitive teeth if you notice you have sensitive teeth smear some toothpaste in there and just let it rock okay Wow, I didn't All know right that. Then. I seen this TikTok and this girl was like, oh, these floss picks that have toothpaste on them, they not good for you. And then she had me really questioning my floss. But now I'm like, oh, these are okay. <laughs> she's saying why? Because if she's saying yeah, she's I was fluoride, say, be saying stuff. I was, if it's because she's the fluoride, that's, you know, like I said, yeah. there's people who know why they don't use fluoride and there's people who just like, oh, I heard we shouldn't use fluoride. Mm -hmm. look right. into it and if it, i feel like me personally it ain't that big of a deal but i have classmates who are like no i don't use fluoride but i'm like then what are you telling mm -hmm. your patients to use in defense because that part they gonna need something important they gonna need something yeah. so yeah <laughs> you know so but yeah the blind leading the blind yeah i'm telling you and it's so important but i i actually shout out to um Oh, child, her name is Kat. I can't remember her name on TikTok, but she's a D3 at Columbia. And I just happened to find her randomly scrolling through TikTok. So I connected with her. I'm like, you're the only person who like gets like the holistic, but also gets like the traditional side of dentistry too. So her and I, we send things back and forth, research papers and everything that we kind of come across to just help. If we're going to give people alternatives, we need to give some that are back that show promise. We can't just be saying use coconut oil because oil pulling, I sat in a whole class last, last week about like oil pulling and everything. And I was surprised to find out that research doesn't really show any promising results for oil pulling. It doesn't necessarily hurt you, but you don't want to sit up here and say, oh, I started oil pulling to reverse my cavity. Or my dentist said, I have a, I need a root canal. Let me start oil pulling. Because at the end of the day, the cavity is still there. And the root canal is usually caused by a cavity, which means you still have a hole in your tooth that needs to be filled mm. in some way, which goes mm. back to point number two just because you don't feel it just because the symptoms are reversed it don't mean that it's not still there you need it because once you stop oil pulling what's going to happen the bacteria is just going to get reactivated it's just going to do what it was doing before you stopped yeah. it so nothing's nothing's a permanent solution mm. and going from one um uh what can i say like undereducated field of medicine to the next mm. A lot of people are uneducated about their sexual health. And the number one cause is because of shame. Mm -hmm. And I'm period because of shame. <laughs> we throw so much shame on, on sexual health. Um, and also just kind of like fear and also, um, just kind of, yeah, like, I don't want to, like, I just don't want to deal with that. Like, we just rather act like it's not a thing. And it's a thing. It's a big, 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 big thing, y'all. Um, so my thing is I used to work in a um in a birth control clinic for about four years. And that was actually my first job. And I seen a lot of stuff from then, from back then. And and it, it really educated me on a lot of good things that I still use till today. And just how we're making our appointments with the doctor to get physicals, just how we're making appointments with our with our uh physical um 
physical health. I mean, I meant to say, uh, uh, I felt like a, a starting car trying to talk. My goodness. Um, geez. Okay, our dentist. Okay, let's just call it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. We need to be making <laughs> some appointments with our gynos and with our urologists. Okay, please, please, please. Um, it's very important. And I would say if you are sexually active, please go to the doctor and get tested three months, every three months, like for real. Like if you're active every three months, just because you're with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your friend, friend, no, you need to still go get tested because you don't know what they're doing. We all know this, this, this thing that comes up called cheating and you know, you, you never know until you know, and you find out. And so also, you know, there's a lot of asymptomatic things that can lie dormant for a long time. So you definitely want to make sure that you are um, going and getting those checkups and it takes literally nothing y'all, nothing. All you gotta do is pee in a cup. Come on. You do that anyway. You pee in the toilet. Like you might as well just go pee in a cup, get some good results and know that y'all good. And then you can like, you know, go around and be like, I'm clean. You clean. Let me see your papers. Ask for them papers. Please ask for them papers. Like for real, for real. Um, and don't just be trusting people. Uh, so getting into not just trusting people blindly, um, definitely educate yourself um, about the, uh, the opposite sex as well. Okay. Because men, I know that y'all have been tricked a lot <laughs> by women who either don't know a lot about it themselves or who are truly like telling y'all false information um, that in order to get their way. And, and I'm not saying that it's always that, but you know, that can be the case sometimes. And so just in order to protect yourselves, please like educate yourself about the opposite sex, about what's going on with them and know their bodies. Cause if you're dealing with it, you need to know what, what is, what has got going on and how you can also affect it. Um, because Semen can definitely throw off somebody's pH and let's just, oh goodness, the whole, the whole pH balance thing is a, is a, is a whirlwind. We got a whole episode on just pH balance itself because mm -hmm. like a lot of people are so, um, just unaware of the fact that pH balance can be thrown off like that by literally anything, even like just standing, like it could, it could be a hormonal thing. It can be something, um, that you, that is like really just normal. You're just doing something very normal, like having sex and then you know, like your partner, every time you get a new partner, I've, I've seen in the past where people will get um, yeast infections every time they change partners, just because their body has to get used to it. And so there's definitely a lot around that. And I know we have a lot of stigmas um, in this area around sexual health and, you know, and it's, it's a lot of communication. So we can't be afraid to have those those conversations with each other, especially if you're going to be partners, have those conversations be bold about the questions that you're asking. Don't hold back at all because you have the right to know because you're protecting yourself um, and also your future. And, and, you know, don't be afraid because a lot of these things that are asymptomatic can lie dormant for a while and they will mess you up like really, really bad um, if they are uh, prolonged. So you definitely want to be proactive about these things, get on top of them because they can start spreading to other areas of your body as well. You don't want that to happen. So that's my little spiel. That's my little spiel. And it can be orally too. Come on, Cam. I mean, yes. Come, come on, Cam. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Yes. A I, lot of I diseases that you think are only, you know, vaginal. No, a lot of them can be oral too. So when you go to the doctor, ask them to check your mouth as well and to do the swab because they definitely can. Um, and you want to make sure that you know 
um, if you have that that disease um, orally or vaginally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we grown. Y'all know what to do. Yes. Time to go no sub. We're grown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, last last thing. Last thing. Sorry. 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 Last thing. Um. Trigger warning. <clears throat> if you do get a sexually transmitted disease, you are not alone. Okay, you're not the first person on earth to get one. Uh, it is a hundred percent okay. You put your trust in somebody that put their trust in somebody that put their trust in somebody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't be super angry at the other person because you're insecure at the fact that you got it yourself. You you have your hand in it. It takes two people to tango. You didn't ask for them papers. And you know what I'm saying? Like, just make sure that you're not shaming other people because at the end of the day, you know, it's a very natural thing. Just how somebody can give you the flu or give you the cold, they can give you a sexually transmitted disease as well. So it's not a super abnormal thing. That doesn't mean that you're dirty. It doesn't mean that you're just this disgusting human being. No, you're normal and it's okay. It's going to be okay. And there's way more people than you know, because people will lie about it <laughs> and make you feel like you're alone. You're not alone. Like majority of this human race has had a sexually transmitted disease at least one time in their life. So you're fine. Yeah. All right. And then next we can move over to primary care. So first things first, I'm going to just tell you, fix your posture right now because I know you're not sitting up straight because I know I wasn't. So let's get that together. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but it's fine because I'm a victim. I work at my desk every day and I be slouched over. I've been trying to straighten my back this whole episode and I am in pain. So I'm going to work on that. Um, but anyways, speaking of, you know, primary care, I think the first thing is to acknowledge that not a lot of us do have access to insurance and things of that sort. If you do have a job where you have benefits for, you know, going to the doctor, take advantage. Like you're very privileged Mm -hmm. to have that. So you need to take advantage of that. Um, And so with that, um, I would say definitely when you go to the doctor, get them labs. Be like, I want a full round of labs to see where I'm at. See where, you know, yo, um... What, 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 where do we start? See where your cholesterol is at, your blood pressure, um, all that good stuff. Get all of that. And then you can also get checked. You can check off the list for uh, sexual health too. You can get them tests up in there too. Um, and yeah, but get those labs because then you'll get a real holistic view of like how your body is doing. A lot of stuff you cannot feel. You don't know if your cholesterol high. It's not telling you, uh-oh, until you start feeling like, you know, something going on. You can't do nothing. And at that point, you know, it's gotten worse. And so get those, get those labs. Um, and then after you get your labs, um, will bring me to my next step. Um, do something about that. Like, don't just get them be like, okay, that's where I am. Dang. No, no. Look at what you're eating at. And, oh, and this is my third. They just all coming together. Look at what you're eating. (laughs) And then ask your doctor questions. You just booked an appointment with a whole doctor, with a whole profession who went to med school ask them questions i'll be in there ready to go like okay don't (laughs) leave because i got some questions ask them like what am i supposed to be eating um this this is what came back with my labs what would be healthy for me like in my day-to-day like what does breakfast lunch and dinner look like what does Mm -hmm. it mean to like lower this what do i need to avoid what do i need to add more in my diet like ask those questions and that's what they're there for and if they're not i would suggest finding another doctor because they need to be there to help you. Um, And all of this is coming out of a place where I'm hoping that 
all of this stuff is accessible for you. But um, yeah, ask those questions. And then to go into the watch what you eat, please, like you have to be mindful of what you're consuming. That's literally the main thing you're consuming every day, food and water. And majority of it is food. And if you put in junk in your food, how do you think your day-to-day is going to go? How do you think your body's reacting to that? If you don't have no energy, you can't, your brain definitely ain't got no energy to work. So now that's your mental health going down the drain and everything, everything is connected. So if you're not giving your body the nutrients that it needs, it, it simply cannot function. It's tired. It's working overtime. And don't let it, don't let flu season come by. Now your body trying to work off of twink, no shame, but let's get into it. Your body trying to work off of Twinkies, fat burger and milkshakes. Where the nutrients at? <laughs> you already try to function in your day to day. And then you get a cold. Now your body's trying to call, uh, fight off a cold, child. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. And so, you know, I, I think what's really important too is being preventative with mm-hmm. things of that sort. And so incorporate things into your routine. I'm all about not going for like a drastic diet. Like if you eat fast food often, don't start the next week and be like, I'm done. Never again. I ain't touching Baby. nothing. First of all, Baby steps. let's be real. No, because let's be realistic. Let's be realistic because then you're going to be mad when Friday comes around and you get a burger. You know, like you have to be realistic. You know, um, you could say maybe once a week because then when you start narrowing it down to once a week, then you can um, move forward and be like, okay, I'm doing once a week. Maybe I can do every other week now. And, you know, eventually you can build onto your habit. But being drastic about it, it's just not really fun. And at the end of the day, all right, we only get one life. So don't be too drastic. You know, you can have a bite of a Twinkie or two, but just, you know, maybe not every night, maybe not every night. And so, yes, please take things in portions and watch what you're eating, because also a lot of the times what we're eating is not necessarily because like, oh, it's good. Trust me, some stuff be good, but also the things we think are nasty. We only think it's nasty because we're not used to it um, in our palate. You yeah. just think of it like cultural food. We may eat other cultural foods and not like it because we're not used to it, but that culture loves it because they grew up on it. So sometimes you really just have to adjust your palate to certain things because stuff really don't be nasty. And also expand your palate. Stop being picky. Try it at least. Try it at least. Um, and so, yeah, those are my little, my little quacks for primary care. We can talk all day, but um, I hope that any of that resonated with you um wait one more one more one more related to the primary it's just Mm -hmm. um get an allergen test um I feel like something that something that my mom had told me because I you don't find out whether or not you're allergic to something Mm -hmm. until until you consume it or until it touches your body and then now you're having a reaction and certain allergic reactions can be fatal so when you go to the doctor Mm -hmm. if they ever ask you Oh, are you allergic to this? Are you allergic to that? Never say no. Yeah. Always say, mm. I don't know. Always say, I don't know. Because as soon as you say no, because you've never come in contact with it and because you really, yeah. you really don't know, as soon as you say no, they're no longer liable if they give you any type of prescription that has something that you're allergic in that could be fatal or that could be detrimental or that could really affect your health. But you told them that you weren't allergic. So always say you don't know because then once you say you don't know then they have to test you to make sure that it's okay for you to use it first and I just had to say that because that's it could be fatal and um always yeah, say you that's don't true because then they'll have to test you so yeah, yeah. Or go and just get your allergy test either that or always never say no 
If you don't know and you're the doctor, say you don't know. <laughs> Please. It's not yeah. a test. It's okay to not know. Exactly. It's not a test. You know, so you're not a doctor. You didn't go to school for this. They did. Right. You don't yeah. know. Exactly. And there are so many different things that we could have talked about and that we had planned for for this episode. But man, I think we should pack it into another episode because I'm I'm oh, I'm sure. looking, and uh, yeah, we can yeah, we can we definitely can really break it up. We can really break this up, and we didn't even touch on spiritual health. I mean, I know we have a yeah. couple um, episodes about God in in um in our you know in our vault mm. of episodes mm. but yeah, you know, i definitely yeah. feel like speaking on spiritual health and how it relates to your mental your physical your emotional all of that um i definitely feel like we we can touch on on all of that uh so yes that will definitely be coming in another episode so stay tuned yeah it will actually be our next episode so oh. really stay tuned stay tuned yeah yeah turn on the <laughs> notification so you can catch it yeah that don't part was, was fresh subscribe mm-hmm. i feel like we could probably say <laughs> the last two things on here real quick yes though. we yes. did want to yeah. address one thing about mm-hmm. us as like a generation in the black community mm-hmm. i feel like we are the ones that's taking the steps to change the narrative around health and wellness Um, just like the knowledge that we have surrounding like why black folks typically don't respond well to being in healthcare environments and then still choosing to do that anyways, educating ourselves, Mm -hmm. how we can advocate for ourselves in front of our doctors, in front of our dentists, et cetera, et cetera, having conversations, Twitter threads, getting on TikTok, opening about stuff that people usually don't talk about, you know? So I think like this is a generation that's changing our minds and how we practice wellness. So, which is good. We just got to keep making them strides and them steps. And then we also had some, some recommendations for things that we felt were supportive um I know an online resource for mental health we wanted to highlight is therapy for black girls you can find them on mm-hmm. Instagram I'm not sure if there was other they have a website yeah, you, I do know that yeah too. if you google therapy for black girls you should be able to find it mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. can find a therapist and an online community and it was created mm-hmm. by a black woman she's a doctor mm-hmm. um you should look and, isn't that. there a podcast you know let me let me not let me not lie be- yeah they do have a podcast okay okay i was about to say like, where did i get that from <laughs> and one last thing too um while yes we are the generation that um is is definitely supposed to be advocating for ourselves and we're really doing that um i will say though don't be coming to your doctor thinking you know more than them if you found out about this on instagram and you did not cross check your sources mm-hmm. and your reference. true mm-hmm. please because like they they yes now there's some there's some there's some people that probably shouldn't be holding licenses out there. I do agree. But however, mm-hmm. like please, they went to school for this. If they're telling you something, you know, like take it and yeah. do something with it, you know, cross check it and cross check everything. Get a second opinion. Yeah, exactly. Opinion. Like and and get yeah, like that said, get a second opinion. You can always do that. You know what I'm saying? And and but definitely don't be sitting there like cam said earlier if you don't know why you're you're not using fluoride don't just be like well we're not supposed to use it who told you that tiktok okay well maybe (laughs) maybe you should dig into a little bit deeper um because you know we don't want to get into like following a lot of like fads and trends that are like for right now especially around health so we want to make sure that we're really digging into it and seeing what we really believe and what we know to be um truth and you know if you're ever feeling any illness do not do not use google as a doctor go to the doctor please and that's that's my piece (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, and I think, you know, um, that brings us to a close of this episode of talking about going to the doctor at the end of the day. You need to go make that appointment and get it mm-hmm. together because we would just hate for you to wait until it's too late because it happens because people postpone. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just like you was going to go to that restaurant. Just do it. Just do that it. Part, y'all, making, y'all making New Year's resolutions anyway. So this is the perfect time. Okay. If you're going right. to call yourself being in the gym, get the rest of it in line too. Ah. Mm, okay. yep. Hello. Yep. Hello. Next week we're gonna be talking about the doctor of doctors, the man up there. So let's uh Amen. let's get into that. And uh Amen. don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, what are we gonna rate this episode? I would give it a three. Three deep. Yeah, I would give it a three. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I would give it I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. I'll give it a two point five. At two point five. I was gonna say two point five. Because it was a little it was yeah, a little bit more like, you know, factual. It was surface yeah. level. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you yeah. did share, I, that's why I, I put the two the point five in there. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So let us know what you think, what rating you would give this episode. Yeah, comment below. Please right on Spotify. Subscribe. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Like pause for a minute and subscribe. We know you love us. We know you listen, but subscribe. Subscribe. Double check all them platforms. Just make sure you lock yes. in. Yes. Okay. Following, following, subscribe, follow, follow. <laughs> all right y'all we'll see you next week yeah bye all right bye if it does it again <laughs>